You're listening to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Here's your host. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Tim. And I am Tank, your host of the Fresh Takes Podcast. And let me just go ahead and start off by saying there was a flag on Michael Parsons yesterday that I disagree with. Not only that, you you and I had talked about Christian McCaffrey so many times during this podcast season that he ends up getting traded from the Panthers out to San Francisco 49ers, just like his father. Which, uh, fun fact, if you did not just get the memo, James Robinson just got traded. Yeah, I did get that memo, and I and that was another thing I wanted to bring up. But, you know, I, I thought I'd leave some spice, you know, that you could throw in there. Well, I'll get into what I want to say is with the show, but we'll first talk about this James Robinson trade because last week in our podcast, you and I talked about how they did not need all three of those running backs, and I assumed that one of them could get traded before the deadline. And just like that, James Robinson has been traded. Yeah, now they have uh, – so they, they had Hasty. Robinson and what was the other one? The other guy's name again? Etn. Etn. Yeah. And um, so you're right. We we had talked about that, and I'm sh- I'm honestly shocked that it was Robinson. Are you or are you? No, I I could tell that they were going to go with Etn moving forward. Robinson only had one target yesterday, which he dropped, and he did not run the ball whatsoever. So it honestly seemed like that they were trying to ease away with Robinson and see how ETN could do all by himself. And since they saw that he did good, they just thought, why not pull the plug and get rid of him? I agree with that. Now, I do, uh, in my notes, I do have a thing about ETN, but we will wait to get into that a little later down the road. Um, Do you want to start off with any of the games or do you want to talk about anything else? First, I want to start off with saying, ladies and gentlemen, what a week Not only did the Giants win, not only did the Cowboys win, Hank won in fantasy. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Can can you do that again? I I like to hear when you say the Cowboys win. Well, if you shut your mouth, you'd hear something else that I said that you would really (laughs) like. But the Giants won, the Cowboys won, Tank won in fantasy, I won in fantasy. I'll give you up. Props and, on that one. And the Philadelphia Phillies are off to the World Series. Ladies and gentlemen, if wait, you were me, you Did would you? be ecstatic right now. You just said the Philadelphia Eagles are off to the I World said the Series. Philadelphia Phillies. It definitely sounded like you said the Eagles. Are you sure yeah, you did not? Say- I said the Philadelphia Phillies are off to the World Series. So, so let me guess you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan. I sure am. Boo. What are you, a Yankees fan? Heck yeah. Yeah, and get freaking shut out by the Astros. Yeah, shut up. I, I already knew we were – I knew this was not our season. And um, let's not even get into baseball right now. Well, because... I, I want to get your opinion. I know this is a football podcast, but do you think Aaron Judge comes back? No. I don't either. I don't think you guys have the money for him. I agree with that 100%. And uh, I hate to see it. I, I really do like the guy. Um, I would love to actually meet him, but uh, unfortunately I don't see him returning. Um, so whoever is willing to dish out the money, they're getting a good guy. I'll put it that way. All right, but we'll go ahead and we'll kick off into, you know, the Thursday night game. Oh, which... oh, hold on real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, I want to go ahead and tell you that, you know, last week was my turn to 
played the game and I went, you know, six for six. And tonight's uh, your turn. So let's see if you can go six for six. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the category, category if you don't mind. Okay. And it is uh, Super Bowl facts. You've been bugging oh, me geez. about it. So I thought I'd go ahead and tell you the, the category now. Oh, geez. Um, if it is anything, I think – the Seahawks versus the Steelers was the very first Super Bowl that I ever watched. So if it's anything before that, I probably will not know. Oh, I, I will tell you, these are somewhat easy questions. I went okay. easy on you. I went easy. Okay, good. But we'll go ahead. We'll jump right into the Thursday night game, which I do apologize. In the last episode, I kept saying that it was the Saints versus the Niners. No, that I said it was the Cardinals versus the Niners, and it was, in fact, the Cardinals versus the Saints. So I do apologize. I was so set that it was Niners and Cardinals, but it was not. It was the Saints versus the Cardinals, which the Cardinals came out on top. DeAndre Hopkins came back after being suspended six weeks, and he was explosive that night. Yeah, he was definitely explosive. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see him back on the field, and I'm excited to see what he can, you know, produce uh on the field i mean he'd had 10 receptions for 103 yards um which again gives him an average of 10.3 his longest was 18 yards um no touchdowns but you know it being his first game back there's always uh you know weeks to improve well they were kind of just rushing it when they were in the red zone really i mean there was a quick five-yard slant to greg dorch in the end zone but you know they, yeah, they i was just saying that name i mean I still uh, have a grudge against him for picking him up after he was explosive and he put up zero points, <laughs> which, you know, picked up Romeo Dobbs and he got me zero points, but still won this week. So neither here nor there since I benched Tyler Boyd for him. <laughs> I would have put up like 140 points in fantasy this week. I probably would have been one of the top teams. How many points did you put up if you don't mind me asking? I think 118. Hey, at least, you, at least you got that victory, right? It was Kenneth Walker who helped me. It was like a close yeah. game, and then he hit that 74-yard touchdown, and I won the game. Well, won the battle. And then Tyreek Hill just put the stamp on. I was honestly debating on benching Tyreek. Like, I don't need you to get negative points. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. Um, so, you, you uh, from what I see, you're at 117.76. Yeah. So... Yeah, and if I would have put Tyler Boyd in there, that would have been like 148, and it would have gave me better points for uh, if I would, like, tie somebody and I would need to be ahead by points. But, you know, it, it's what it is. I still got the victory. I, was I, played some, I played some pretty bad people the next two weeks. Like, the last – the I think who I play next week, he hasn't scored over, like, 80 points his last two times. Dang on. Now, yeah. I will say, um, before – I know we're getting a little sidetracked, but I will say – Hey, that's um, all right. That's a podcast. You know, our points against us, I, I actually have the lowest, like, points that people score against us. Well, yeah, because league. I put up 43 against you. Hey, I can't help it. You, you just suck <laughs> as a manager. No, dude, no matter what I did during that week, none of my players did good. I think the most points I had that week, other than quarterback – was 12 points on the bench, and, I mean, it still wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, you, you wouldn't have done anything that week. So, I mean, it is what it is. But let's get back into this Cardinals-Saints game. Um, did, you, did you actually watch it? Because I know last I week – I did, yes. 
I mean, how could you not? With what, 42 to like 34? It was an explosive game. Yeah, the, the score was 42-34 with Cardinals on top. That was an explosive game. That was actually something worthwhile watching. I mean, I didn't get to watch it. I was actually um, – what was I doing Thursday now that I think about it? Actually, I think it was – no, I, in fact, I was tired um, because my my job, we were short people. So this whole last week we were hustling and bustling. And I was doing jobs for a, one person normally, two to three people I, I was working for pretty much. And so when I got home and I, I knew I could go to bed, I, I went to bed. So I'm not even going to lie. I didn't catch anything on that game. I did. It was very good. There was uh, two pick six in a row by Andy Dalton, which was right before half. So that kind of set the Saints back. But they actually came back and almost tied it up. Alvin Kamara did good. Once again, no touchdowns, though. But he put up 17 in fantasy. One thing I will say, they said that Marquise Brown could be back before the end of the season, which the timetable they're saying that he'll be back from this injury could be around when it is fantasy playoff time. So Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Greg Dortch, AJ Green, and Rondell Moore, Zach Ertz, Eno Benjamin, James Conner, that offense is going to look very good if he is back in time. I mean, that's when you really want him back is playoff time. Especially for me. But I mean – at that point, who do I play? Because, you know, you got Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, Marquise Brown, Devonta Smith. I mean, who, who are wide receivers do you have? Uh, those four. And then I have Tyler Boyd and Romeo Dobbs and Terry McLaurin. But I just traded away McLaurin and Tyler Boyd. But I have two people that I have pl- – plans to pick up which i will not spoil because i do not want them getting taken oh i mean we're a little scared well no because i can already tell you the one person i will get before anybody else because of waivers since i'm so that that low because keenan allen was just dropped so i plan to pick him back up well not if i can get to him again i'm on waivers (laughs) he's on the waiver right now your team's better than mine, so I would get first dibs. I know, but I'm just saying. But if I, might I, tell, you, I might tell somebody to go pick him up and then, you know, trade for him. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I know, right? But the one person that you should look for is Joshua Palmer because Mike Evan, uh, Mike Williams might be done for the season. Yeah, I saw something about that. So you might want to look into a receiver too. But, I mean, you did just get two good receivers from me, so. And I was uh I, I picked up McLaurin from you and Boyd from you. And yeah. I got back Clyde Edwards Hilaire for Aaron Jones. Yeah, I should have so, tried to trade Jeremio Dobbs. <laughs> should have kept McLaurin. Nah, I'm glad you gave me him. He was tearing it up in yesterday's game I watched. Yeah. He I told you him and Heineke, man. They're they're a good connection. So we'll we'll go ahead. We'll kick into the one o'clock games because the Thursday night, you know, really nothing else to talk about. So we'll go ahead. We'll cut Green Bay versus Washington. Washington come out on top. Green Bay has now lost three of their last four games. Lost to the Giants, to the Jets. I thought they lost the, the last three games. That's what I'm saying. They lost the last three of their four games. I would just say they would have, they lost three straight, but say it how you want to say it. I did. 
I mean, don't put any respect on their name. Shoot, they suck. I, exactly. <laughs> you know, same, I have, I have, same with the Buccaneers. Oh my gosh, we'll get to the Buccaneers. Okay, we'll later. get to that next. Yeah, um, but let's get into this Commanders uh, Packers game. What did you even watch any of it? I watched the very end. All right. Uh, so for people who don't know that don't follow the Twitter and stuff, Tank and I were actually out together yesterday at a food truck festival. So we both basically missed all the one o'clock games. Yeah, I was I was uh, feeding my fat face. Say he got home before I did, but I got home in time for the end of the Commanders game, and I mean, I saw the the turnover. Well, turnover on downs punt. And Aaron Rodgers trying to do a Hail Mary pass that it was awful. Are you talking about the very end where yeah, – I don't even know if it was a Hail Mary pass. Like No, it wasn't because I don't think it, Rodgers can get a Hail Mary pass anymore. He – he it was a pretty much a – I don't want to say um, – uh, what are those things called? Hook and laterals or whatever they're called? Yeah. They just yeah, wanted it, the it, Miami it, miracle. Yeah, and then um, – he, I think it was Rodgers who went to go pass it to the one sideline to his lineman, and it went between the legs of his lineman. Well, he also threw it forward. Yeah, I did say I was going, I was going to finish with that, but <laughs> I think he threw it to Mercedes Lewis. Was I? I can't remember. Yeah, because I think but, it was eighty nine. Um, I know Rodgers is now a meme while laying face down on the ground. What's I'm your telling you. About that? I, I, I don't think him and Brady are going to play the rest of the season. I think they might call it quits halfway through. Nah, I don't, I don't, I, I see them finishing out the season, but I don't see them going much further. Personally, Brady has too much going. You know what? We'll just, I'll save what I was going to say for the Buccaneers later. Let's stay on the Green Bay. Rodgers just, he doesn't have the offense that he's used to. And personally, they suck this year. And, you know, it, I would not want to be a Green Bay fan. Plus, oh, exactly. Plus, Eric Stokes, you know, um, I noticed he was giving up a lot of uh, penalties. I know the one play, um, I want to say it was McLaurin. Nate, you know, he shoved him out of bounds, and McLaurin went to go kind of, you know, taunted. I, I will say I feel he taunted a little bit, and uh, Stokes pushed him and got a, you know, 15-yard penalty on it because it's like, dude, just – I know you're losing, and I understand that, but you're you're giving them free yardage. Just stop. If I was the coach, I'd be yanking the face mask and getting it into their face and, and honestly bitching at them. Why are you doing this? Seriously, you're grown men. Act right. So from some of the stuff that I watched and highlights and stuff, a lot of these, like, Incomplete passes and stuff were not the receiver's fault. Rodgers was not connecting with them. Like I told you, Romeo Dobbs, who got me zero points, he had four targets and zero catches. Well, three of them were like at his ankles where he could not catch them. So a lot of that's on Rodgers. Rodgers needs to learn how to get back in a groove and do stuff right. And these receivers need to learn how to actually play ball. The only person who's doing good receiving-wise is Alan Lazard, and he got – a questionable injury yesterday too. Randall yeah. Cobb's now hurt. Sammy Watkins is okay, but at this point, Rogers can only use Robert Tonyan and Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for for the Green Bay Packers. If you don't mind, actually, um, I'm looking up some of the stats for the quarterbacks, and they go through you know all the quarterbacks that that played yesterday, and um, in the twentieth 
spot is Taylor Heineke. Um, he was 20 for 33, 201 yards, two touchdowns, um, one interception, and one sack. Um, Green uh, Aaron Rodgers is number 21. So literally right behind Taylor Heineke is uh, Aaron Rodgers. And he was 23 for 35, 194 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, and no um, sacks. And so those touchdowns question, were little dumps to Aaron Jones, who did most of the work. Yeah, the one and I, I, one touchdown he he threw, it was like an eight-yard pass, and it, I'm shocked that Aaron Jones even called it. Um, it was right there at the high line um, at the beginning of the end zone, and I was shocked. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers is not looking like a good quarterback to me this year. Uh, I know at the beginning of the season I said that it could be Aaron Rodgers three years in a row because we all were like, well, he looked real bad in the first game, and that's how he did last year, and he looked better. But now he does not look good at all. Didn't look good the first game. Hasn't looked good the last three games. Didn't look good against the Buccaneers, who have a terrible defense now. Since I picked them up in fantasy, they have now gone hill. But Yet you were the one complaining, why would you get rid of the best defense out there? Yeah, they were the number one ranked, and now they're just doing terrible. Because I had a gut feeling there, man. Yeah, I'm sure you did. feeling. But since we're on the topic, Buccaneers, Panthers. Panthers win 21-3 after they got rid of McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson? Yeah, so you're talk- we're talking about the Panthers, 21 bucks 3 And you're right. The Panthers got rid of, of Christian McCaffrey, and yet they still won. What's – I mean – the Brady situation, uh, let alone, is totally you know shocking. He has too much, I think, on his plate from his home life that he cannot be situated into the mindset that he's used to being. And I think I, I saw somewhere where did I see it? I can't remember. He is now um, the record for Tampa, Tampa Bay is three and four, and I think this is the first time he's had that kind of a record or a losing record. Um, since 2000, I'm pretty sure it was 2002, and I can't find yeah, that in my notes. Okay, it's 2002. So, I mean, Tom Brady's not even looking like Tom Brady, and it <sighs> something's got to give. Well, if I'm honest with this game, I don't know right. if it's all Tom Brady because the running was terrible. Rashad White, six attempts for 24 yards, Fournette, eight attempts for 19 yards. But I was watching highlights this morning. That was all on the Buccaneers receivers. They were dropping passes. They had wide open spots that they were dropping. Mike Evans completely destroyed the corner and Brady tossed it up right to him and he didn't catch it. Godwin had a couple drops that were right in his hand. I don't think this is on Brady. Yes, I will say Brady is not looking good this year whatsoever. And he has to attempt like 50 passing attempts a game because of how bad this offense is going, but I wouldn't say that whole game is on Brady. That defense no, needed I'm not to step it. up. It was PJ Walker. How does that team not step up against him? And I think the main problem was that offensive line can't hold for rushing, and those receivers need to catch a ball. I'm not saying it was all Brady's fault, so don't don't think I was. But I mean. Let a, look alone um, 
you had uh, Dante or Deontay Foreman, who had 15 carries for 118 yards. He had zero touchdowns, though. But let alone, okay, just one of those, of the 118 yards, one of those runs was 60 yards. So, I mean, half of his yardage came from one run. And at the beginning of the season, like you said, Tampa Bay's defense was looking mighty. They were looking really good. And, yeah, I kind of shot myself in the foot at at first getting rid of that defense, but now I'm I'm glad I did. But what's up with – you can't let players run all over you like this. If you want to have a a defense – that can help help you with win games because honestly, defenses help win games. You need to stop the runs. You need to stop the pass. But if you if you're going to let a player run sixty yards on one play, come on now, you deserve to lose. Exactly. I I think that the Bucks are just not a good team this year. And people were saying that I was crazy for saying that they would not win their division or they might not be the number one team for that division. But I, I honestly think that it could come down that Tampa doesn't win that division. And, I mean, I know I get that's far-fetched because that whole division, it, it's awful. You got the Falcons who don't look good. You have the Saints who don't look good. Until they get Winston back, I don't think the Saints are going to be anything. And then Carolina, who honestly everybody thought would tank, they don't look good. Um, I agree with you. I'm actually looking up if you give me one second. I'm going to look up their rest of their schedule for their season for Tampa Bay to see. So they actually play. Let's see. So they just lost to the Panthers. They play this uh, Thursday, the 27th, um, the Ravens. They're home against the Ravens. Loss. Okay. So the three four now the three five, Rams, at, they're playing home against the Rams. I I gotta wait to see how the Rams do next week, but I want to say that's a win. Okay, so they're just we'll go ahead and give them a win. It's uh, that was three five four five. They play home again against the Seahawks. Loss. Geno Smith terrible terrorizer. All right, so that was three five four five four six four six. Buccaneers at Browns. That's right before Watson comes back, isn't it? Yeah, because Watson comes back at the beginning of December, isn't it? Five and six. I give them the win. All right. Then they're home against the Saints. Five and seven. Then they're on the road against the 49ers. Five and eight. On home against the Bengals. Ooh, I'll give them six and eight. I'll give them the win on that one. Really? No, 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 flip flop it. I, I give them a win against the Niners, but they lose against the Bengals. But okay. keep them six and eight. Buck, they're uh, the Buccaneers are away against Arizona. If Marquise Brown is back by that point, six and nine, and then they're home against the Panthers. See, I want to say that they'll go seven and nine, but I mean, they just lost to the Panthers. Uh, give them seven and nine. And then they're on the road. Their last game is on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Eight and nine. So they're going to, you think they're going to finish eight and nine, which I actually would give them an eight and nine record. Um, eight and nine or nine and eight. No, I give them eight and nine. 
They're, I don't see them being an over 500 team. Well, and, I can just say that they are not going to go and be uh, over double digits. No, in, in the middle of this, I have just been offered a trade request in fantasy football. Oh, snap. Yeah, this is going to be a no. Uh-oh, I want to hear it before you say Pat, no. Pat from Pat's Perfect Picks and Players offered me David Montgomery, Michael Pittman, and Brandon Ayuk for Devonta Smith and Kenneth Walker. Sorry, Pat, Ooh. but that's getting denied. I mean, I would give up. I'd be willing to give up one of them, but not no. both of them. No, they're, but, they're okay. too good for me. So you, you're going to hear it here first, because um, I don't think I've said it this whole season of uh, podcasting. Tampa Bay is not making playoffs. They're not even making wild card. No, see, I don't know. Again, if the Saints don't get Winston back anytime soon, I think that the the Bucks will go, but they'll go eight and nine. They'll be the ones to go because I don't think Falcons or Panthers are going. Saints are winning that division, and I hate to say it. See, I want to see the Saints are winning too, but – you just can't tell with this quarterback. Dude, this season, honestly, the 2022 season <laughs> is totally mind-blown. I'll just put it that way. Exactly. Half these teams I would not expect to do good. Seattle? Yeah. So we'll jump into another game, which we'll go to – the Bengals versus the Falcons. You know, we'll stay in that division. All right, we'll go to that. So yeah, we'll, cover, to we'll cover that entire division. <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of that division first. So, Bengals win 35-17. The first two minutes of the game, Joe Burrow connects with Tyler Boyd for a 60-yard touchdown. Joe Burrow absolutely <laughs> destroyed in that game with, I think it was 481 passing yards. He was spreading the ball to every single player on his team. I was very skeptical about picking up Hayden Hurst that week, and it paid off. I mean, Tyler Boyd, eight catches, 155 yards. Jamar Chase, eight catches, 130 yards. Higgins, five catches, 93. Hurst, six catches, 48. Joe Burrow, 34 for 42 with three touchdowns. Yeah, he was uh, 34 for 42, 481 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. But, you know – um, while we were at our food truck, we were talking, and, and you're like, I just – I seriously sat Boyd, and he gets a touchdown, really. And then I was, we were looking at my uh, players, and you're like, oh, Chase is not going to do much, I don't think, today, blah, blah, blah. And then when I got home, I told you, you know, I'm home, being, you know, a nice No, friend. I said that Chase would probably do good, but I told you that Robinson would do nothing, Andrews would do nothing. I said that yeah. Chase would be good because of that, that – Car, uh, the Falcons' defense does not have any defenders. I just I remember you saying something about it, and I, I said um, I didn't think Boyd would do good because uh, he had that, Higgins that and Chase, and that's why I sat Boyd because I thought you know with Jamar Chase and T Higgins he wouldn't go to Boyd as much. Yeah, I remember but you saying that now. Higgins but yeah, I'm, I was I was, and then you text me, "Oh, you, you're going to get screwed," and then yet I still pulled out and won. Okay. You pulled out a one because he had Brees Hall who went down in the second quarter and DK Metcalf who went down in the first quarter. 
too can't shit. really do nothing about I injuries. I don't care. I mean, I hate. I, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I don't wish, and this goes to anybody that listens to our podcast. I do not wish ill will or injuries on anybody. And so when I say I, I'm sorry, I don't care. I still won. I got a, you know, I got that dub, and he got that L. I'm. Hey, there's nothing I can, you know. It's like a ha ha kind of thing, but. Like I said, I don't. I, I wish anybody who ever has an injury in the NFL a speedy recovery. Yeah. So, but in that game, <laughs> I mean, what do you really take from that? Mariota once again still isn't really doing anything. He had 13 attempts. I don't think he's had a game over 25 attempts. I, I don't think he's the true answer for Atlanta. I'm it's sad to say that, but I think Atlanta could turn it around when Cordero Patterson comes back because he's like the dual threat that you need. He's a running back, he's a receiver, he's everything you could ask. But until then, I think this Atlanta team's not gonna look good either. Marcus Mario, so he was eight for thirteen. Let's like you said, let's go and see what we can find on his stats. Uh, well, he had one pass that was for 75 yards. You take that one touchdown away, and, I mean, how how many yards does he actually have? All right, so all yards, all the yardage he has is 1,179 yards, seven TDs and four interceptions. All right, so uh, where is it at? Where is it at? All right, so week one, he only had 13 attempts, 14 attempts and two, 25 and three, 19 and four, 20 and five, 26. Oh. And then, uh, or no, wait a minute, I lied. I was reading it wrong. Um, so he had 33 attempts in week one. Oh, okay. That's my fault. I was reading it backwards. So, yeah, week one, it was 33. Week two, 26. Week three, 20. Four was 19, week five was 25, uh, six is 14, and uh, t- yesterday's game was 13 attempts. He's had uh, 92 completions on 150 attempts. Giving him a Q- – I mean, yeah, QBR is – he's 10th in the league and it's 58.8. Yeah, so, I mean, where what do you take from that? When do you think Desmond Ritter starts? <laughs> I think um, – who does Atlanta play next week? Do you know offhand? Mm, no, they could be on their bye next week. I have to look it up. Um, yeah, they have the car, uh, Carolina Panthers. All right, so he okay. If he if Marcus can win it and go five hundred at next week's game, I say. Stick with Marcus Mariota. If he loses and they fall to a two and five team, um, I say let's let's switch quarterbacks out. I don't know. I think I think Ritter kind of should just start now. If it's against Carolina, that's the perfect time to start it because they have okay. Car- they have Carolina, the Chargers, then Carolina again. You play him against Carolina this time. If he does good, then cool. You know what you got to do for the next. If you don't. Then two weeks later, you play Mariota, and they're like, well, now what do we do? We were ready for Ritter again, but no. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I don't I, – I, 
I say start start with Marcus Mariota again. That's just my opinion. Take it or leave it. Okay, well then, how about you play Mariota against Carolina this time? If he gets blown out or they look terrible and lose, then the second time they play Carolina, you start Ritter. Correct. You let or, or or hear me out real quick. Give it halftime. Just say at a halftime they're already losing um, by fourteen points or more. Actually, let's go with ten points or more. If they're losing by ten points or more, you put you you bench Mariota and put Ritter in. No, because even that I wouldn't do that. If you're losing, like no, because Mariota then is like, well, I'm losing by ten and I just got benched. At that point, you just wait. If, say, you would be losing by, like, 20, 25, then I'd say, okay, put in Ritter. But if it's just 10 points, Mariota can come back from that. He's done it before. He's Yes, he's done it before, but he just – I don't – I would not – I would say I would not – 10 points, I would not pull him out by that. But, yeah, you're, you're willing to bench him now and put Ritter in. But yeah, because when it's, I thought, when I, when I it's a perfect start. Huh? It's a perfect start for him. You just got your backs blown out by the Bengals. But it doesn't matter. If you're willing, if you're willing to bench him now, what's wrong with me starting him? And if he goes out, down by 10 points, pull him out and put Ritter in. What's the difference? Because why would you start Ritter in the middle of a game? Especially because if you're down by that many points, your team's morale is already down. You want to start him when the team's morale is up. I mean, yeah, I see. I, I totally t- see your point. And just now, Justin Fields with a three-yard run touchdown. Sorry. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, it can saying, go both ways wanna, with us. You want to do it when the team's morale is also as high. If you're getting your team's blown out, you don't want to put him in in the middle of that. He wants to come in where his team has a bunch of morale and he has a high morale. He doesn't want to look like, oh, I guess I got to come back while my team's all upset that they're losing and they haven't done anything. You want to put him in there to start with so that he knows what he's coming into. I don't know. Like I said, it's it's a situation that I agree with you, but at the same time, I disagree with you. I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. This whole season has been different, so we'll just see how it plays out. Oh, very different. Next up, we got the New York Giants on top against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Giants are now 6-1, and one, second in the division. <laughs> Second with the highest win percentage in the NFL right now. Yeah, you can be as salty as you want. I texted you yesterday about that game. I was like, come on, Jags. Yeah, so uh, you you went on about it before we even went into the Cowboys game about the whole Micah Parsons roughing the passer. Yeah. There was a roughing the passer call on the Giants where – I think it was Dexter Lawrence was falling down and grabbed Trevor Lawrence by the jersey on his way down, and Lawrence fell to a knee, so they called roughing the passer on him. Yeah, I saw. I actually saw that in uh, the highlights, and I was – I don't know. These refs need to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm sorry. All of these penalties this year are god-awful. They, they really are. But I have one quick question for you. 
Uh, yes. Galladay. <laughs> Don't bring him up. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I don't know how he's not traded yet. Oh, I know. No team wants him. He's injured and he costs too much money. How much are y'all paying him? It's like seventy million. I mean, shoot, I'll I'll, I'll take an injury for seventy million. Exactly. He gets paid to just sit on our bench. He doesn't even catch any balls that are thrown to him. I mean, again, what was it last week or a couple weeks ago where the offensive line have and defensive line have more touchdowns than Galladay? Yeah, offensive linemen and defensive linemen have more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay does. Yeah. Now, I will say um, ETN tore up your all's defense. Yo, oh, we do God. not have a good rushing defense. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, the Ravens ran all over us. ETN ran all over us. Zeke well, and Pollard I mean, ran all over us. Uh, just for ETN, just alone, he had 14 carries, 114 yards. One of those uh, other 114 yards, one of them was 49 yards, and he had one touchdown. And a two-point so, conversion. Huh? And a two-point conversion. Yeah, that was one of the next thing I want to bring up is um, I remember when we were eating, shoving our faces, you said, well – they're already making a mockery of us. Let's go ahead and go for a two-point conversion. I said, "Well, I mean, do you blame them? You try to get, you got to go for that win." Yeah, but I mean, if you fail at that, what do you do? Now you're just gonna have to go for it again. Well, so it was twenty-three seventeen. The Giants kicked a field goal with a minute left. So then the Jaguars had a minute to get down the field, and. I don't know. It was up with the Giants defense. You know, we get the stop. Then there's a holding call on us and they get an automatic first down. We get an interception. There's an illegal hands to the face. They get the ball back and move down the field. Then they get a pass completion for like five yards, but roughing the passer turns it into 15 more yards down the field. So they're on like the 20 some yard line. And Lawrence throws the ball, and we have four defenders literally slam into Christian Kirk so he could not get past the line. And I know they said it's not, and you can go back and rewatch it, but there was a fumble at the end of the play. They just didn't count it because the game was already over. But McKinney, the X-Man, did rip the ball out. But I just want to go into something here real quick. You always want to go into something. Go ahead. Yeah, because somebody at the beginning of the season was being a hater. You, my friend, were talking very ill on Saquon and Daniel Jones at the beginning of the year. And let me say 202 passing yards on 19 attempts from Daniel Jones and 107 rushing yards by Daniel Jones. 24 attempts and 110 rushing yards by Saquon. Daniel also had a touchdown, and he had a 24-yard carry. Y'all want a cookie? Are you going to take your trash talking back? Because oh, I, t- I said a couple Daniel weeks Jr. ago. Daniel. I said a couple weeks ago. Hold on. I recall. No, 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 no. no you no, no, said no, no. it about Hold Saquon. You never said anything about Daniel Jones and taking it back. Okay, but, you know, I clearly said – couple weeks ago that I, I will respect Saquon. He's, he's doing better than I ever thought he would. 
I mean, when we very first had the uh, little spoiler alert kind of thing of the podcast coming back, I clearly said it's Saquon. He's always injured. He's going, how long can he last this year? And he he's proven me totally wrong. Daniel Jones. I mean, he has 1,223 yards tied for, or not tied, but he's in 23rd position. He's tied for 21st with only six touchdowns. Yes, he's tied for second, only having two interceptions. I think I just totally messed that up. He has six touchdowns. He's tied for 21st. He's tied for second for two interceptions with a QBR 62.6 being in sixth spot. Do I think Daniel Jones, do I need to put respect on his name? Not really. I don't 100%. think he... No, no. say no. I, no. Daniel Jones has came back and won five of the seven games in under four minutes on last quarter, on fourth quarter drives. You can't tell me that that's not good. Congratulations. Yeah, you want another stat? Daniel Jones has more rushing yards, yards per attempt, and rushing touchdowns than Najee Harris. And if I recall, Najee Harris was one of the top picks of this year. Oh, yeah, I will say that part. But here's my thing with Daniel Jones. Yes, he can make a comeback, but he shouldn't have to make a comeback. If you're that good and your defense – well, your defense just isn't that good, honestly. Our defense is okay. It's okay. There it is. It's okay. It's not great. It's not good. It's not it's, – it's But we're still hard. winning. Okay, wow, you're matter. winning. It doesn't matter if they're good or that they don't play good in the first three quarters. We still win. Okay, so you all had to come back against Jacksonville Jaguars. What's Jacksonville Jaguars' record again? We didn't come back. We were ahead of them the whole time. I'm pretty sure at one time. Yeah, they were ahead at one time, but we didn't have to come back. We had to stop them. That's right. Okay. Okay. You heard we me. You heard we took the lead with like the last six minutes left. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're but you know you're the one who's trying to tell me that Cooper Rush was good when Cooper Rush stats are worse than Daniel. Cooper Rush has has uh okay. We'll get into Cooper's. Let me write that down. We're going to get into their stats again. Let me write down Daniels on on this because we're going to come back to this. You can't really get into their stats. Cooper Rush is missing two games. But but it doesn't matter if he's missing two games or not. Don't sit here and tell me that Daniel Jones is a better quarterback, even though he's he's had two more games. No, I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is a better quarterback. I'm saying how can you sit there and say that Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback because of how how little he's been performing, but you're telling me that Cooper Rush is a good quarterback when how little he was performing. Um, I, I I guess it's it's just in my nature, in my blood, that because he's a Giants player. Exactly. That's the problem. You hate Giants players, you hate Eagles players, and you hate Washington players. They are still good whether you hate them or not. They are still looking good whether you hate them or not. Don't Aren't you the same way? No. Don't lie to me. No. I think all of the Eagles players right now are looking explosive. They are. I will even say that. And I hate to say it. I don't, I hate I don't to say hate it too. And I and here's my thing. I have never – it's not even that I've hated the Giants players because I liked Victor Cruz. You had um, uh, Plexico Burris. You had uh, Jeremy Shockey. Who else did you all have that uh, it was big names that I actually liked? So, I, I'm sorry. Don't sit here and tell me that I've, I've knocked them. Yeah, I've knocked 
Daniel Jones, and I've knocked Saquon Barkley, but I, like I said, a couple weeks ago, have given respect to Saquon Barkley. So maybe, only- maybe one day, maybe one day I'll give Daniel Jones the respect I guess you think I des- give deserve to give him. Everybody right deserves now, to give I, him respect. What's that? Everybody deserves to give him respect. He. You can only look at him about doing bad his first four years because of the staff. You see, he has a good coaching staff now, and he actually looks good. I have never been ill during this entire series about a Cowboys player. I have said from the beginning that Michael Parsons should be defensive player of the year and that that defense is looking good. The only person you could say I legitimately have been ill about is CeeDee Lamb because he drops every single pass that's thrown to him, and he does not look good this year. And that Zeke, I think, needs to get traded every week, which you also agree. So I don't think that's ill on Zeke. No, it's not ill on Zeke. I, like you said, we've we've already said that. And the I've only agreed person I think that it should not get the recognition that he does is Trayvon Diggs. And that's and because, you- because last year he yes he had eleven interceptions, but do you know how many yards and touchdowns he gave up? Oh, he gave up the, the league's highest. Exactly. But he was getting all the recognition just because of the interceptions. And that's what drove me crazy. People didn't pay attention to how bad he actually was playing. He was just in the right spot at the right time. And he played terrible quarterbacks. Oh, I agree. But, you know, we'll go ahead. We'll jump into that game. We'll, yeah, let's jump into the Giants. The- Cowboys win over Detroit. Wow, Detroit. Hey, they're they at, at one time they were – one of the best suckiest teams out there. And I will say I am going to bite back on the words that I said that Detroit could be a playoff team. They look absolutely awful now. Yeah, and the last do. two, three weeks, they haven't scored over like 14 points. Well, not only that, but at halftime, it was 6-3 Lions beating Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not going to lie, I literally had – you know how when you, you get kicked in the nuts and, like, you can feel your – throat like kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah i was legit like that when i saw at halftime that we were losing to the lions i was like what the f-? i was like what the freakazoid kind of thing but you know change that word but <laughs> i'm sorry it, it was legit I, I was pissed yeah i like i said at the beginning <laughs> i don't think dak is the person i feel like if cooper rush was in there you all would have been up good at halftime and then you could have put Dak in, but all right. So here, here's here. I want to bring that up. That, that was something I wanted to bring up. Uh, what game were we talking about? Oh, it was the Falcons, where we were talking about Mariota and um, Ritter. How you say next week it, it would be probably the best time to bring uh, Ritter in, sit Mariota. We had talked about it, and you said no to. If the the smart decision would have to bring back Dak because we're playing the Detroit Lions, but now you clearly just said that if Cooper was in, we would have been definitely up. So here's my question to you: Why are you changing your words now? I'm not changing my words. I said last week, yes, it would be a good idea to bring Dak back at that time, but I'm saying now, after looking at Dak's performance, Dak should not have played. It's and not I, that I'm trying to change what I was saying. I'm just saying Dak looks so bad, he should not have played. I, I even tried to tell you last week that he shouldn't have, he should have never been given his spot back. Say, 
I've been trying to say from the beginning, go until Cooper Rush has a bad loss. I wouldn't say the Eagles game was a bad loss. Yes, they lost, but he turned it around and came back in the second half. Yeah, it was it was bad. But not only that, like you said, we had the Michael Parsons getting the roughing the passer, and I sent you the video, and and I don't want you to say I'm biased, but personally, the video in a way I could see where they were giving him the roughing the passer because he he did lead with the crown of his helmet a little bit, but but I felt I, I felt that he went towards the shoulder pads and didn't make helmet to helmet contact. Which, what's your thoughts? Cause I did, like I said, I did send you that video. So I want to hear your thoughts on that real quick. I'm not going to say that you're being biased or anything, and I'm not going to speak ill on Cowboys. I think all of these roughing the passer calls are just bullshit. Now that half of these times that they call roughing the passer, it's not roughing the passer. Do you think do you think they're calling it now because of what happened to Tua? Oh, definitely. They are trying anything where a quarterback's helmet hits off the ground, it's automatically a roughing the passer. And I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of it. You you heard that here on the Fresh Takes podcast. NFL. Yeah, we're sick of we it. We are sick of it. NFL, we're sick of it. <laughs> we need to get a we need to get a uh what's those things called? Uh where you sign those documents saying petition. We need to get a petition in there, guys. That's it. You heard it here <laughs> first. Fresh takes podcast. Gonna have a merch on the back of the shirt. Sick of it. <laughs> we need that. We we need to start looking about merch, guys. We Tim, you and I need to have a conference call besides on a podcast. Okay. We'll we'll but plan something. But let's get into uh, let's let's leave the Cowboys because yeah because I I want to go off of being sick of it. You know who else is sick of it? I'm listening. You want to know who's sick of it? Frank Wright is sick of it. Matt Ryan, sit on the bench. Rest of the season, you're done. <laughs> Colts, Titans, ten to nineteen. Matt Ryan, eight interceptions in just seven games. When last year in seventeen games, Carson Wentz only threw seven interceptions. Frank Wright is sick of it. So, I, personally, are you are you uh, are you sick of it? I'm sick of it. Matt Ryan <laughs> looked so good in Atlanta, and he comes to the Colts, which is a way better team than Atlanta, and he looks awful. Where, where do you, where do you think is uh, going wrong with him? Do you think? I think just the whole atmosphere, maybe. You know, he's not used to being in Atlanta. He was there for like. 10, 12 years, and now he comes to the Colts, and it's just not how he thinks. So Frank Wright said this morning, from here out, Sam Ellinger will be quarterback one, and Nick Foles will be quarterback two, with Matt Ryan as quarterback three. And honestly, I think Matt Ryan could get shopped. Oh, yeah, he's definitely going to get shopped. He's def- I mean, personally, he, he might be a good backup, um, but I, I don't feel like he's uh, I, don't, I just don't think he's ready to be that starting quarterback that he once was. Once he hit that 23 or 28 to 3, I'm sorry to say it again, the 28 to 3, it was, it, it really put a damper on him. Well, but, you know, like you said, no matter what, he was, if he was hurt or if he wasn't, Matt Ryan was going to be benched. 
Well, you know who needs a quarterback? Uh, well, it's definitely not a the Falcons. Yeah, no. <laughs> send them back. No. I yeah, mean, that send would them be back. That, that would be funny, though. I'm not going to lie. Nah, honestly, where is somewhere you could think that he would go? Uh, see, who do they have down in Carolina? I know they got Baker Mayfield. They got Baker, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker, and Matt Corral. So Sam Darnold be good there, staying there. Honestly, I don't know where he could go right now. I could tell you somewhere. Tampa Bay. Commanders. No. Send Wentz back. No. Yes. I I don't think I mean Heineke is okay, but I don't I don't think so. I don't think I don't I don't see Matt Ryan being the answer for Washington either. Well I don't think any quarterback's the answer for Washington until they figure that team out. Well, honestly, you need to get rid of Dan Snyder, but we'll we'll uh, we'll stray away from that. Yeah, we'll, we'll stray away from that. I'm I'm honestly trying to think. I don't know what team really is in need of a quarterback right now, other than the Colts. Saints. No, because the Saints have Jameis Winston. But you just said it yourself. You don't know if he's coming. How, how long he's going to be out? And no, I said I don't know how the team's going to do until he comes back. That's what I'm saying. He's out for – how long is he out for? We don't know. Yeah, but why would you trade for a quarterback and – Because back in two is weeks? not the answer. Okay, but what if he's back in two weeks? Okay, well, then you got Matt Ryan for two weeks. No, I think – I'm trying to think of teams that here, – here, Here's, here's – No, I got, I got a team that needs a quarterback. Yeah, I got, I got one better. Okay. Ready? The men – the G-Men. No, we we have Daniel Jones. That'd be a downgrade. Jones. There you go. You only put some respect on your name. Go to Indianapolis and turn around Indianapolis. I'll put some respect on your damn name. No. Why would we get rid of Daniel Jones? We're 6-1. and one. No. You know who needs a quarterback right now? And I'm going to dive heavily into this when we cover this game. You know who Steelers? needs a quarterback? Steelers? Steelers. No, Texans. No, Steelers. Kenny Pickett is not the answer. Kenny Pickett looked absolutely awful last night. All right, well, we'll get into that game later. Just sh- sh- hush your mouth for a second. I was right, though. It was the Steelers. Yes, it I mean, was the Steelers. What about Texans? Answer that. What about Texans? Texans just need a whole new organization. Well, uh, okay. What, what did we get into last time? Was it the Falcons and the Texans just need to get a whole new team? Yeah, no. Was it the Falcons and Texans? We were because I know that you said we were going to meet them in the middle, and it was either Mississippi or Alabama. Yeah, it was the Mississippi something. It was the I think it was the Mississippi Hornbills, something like that. But I'll go back and re-listen to it. I that's I I'm saying, just get rid of the Texans organization to begin with. I, I miss the Houston Oilers, but All other right. than that, the Titans won ten to nineteen. There's really nothing else to cover from that game other than that the Colts look terrible. And Matt Ryan is benched for the season. For now the we're going to future. Who knows? He could come back. Sam Allen could we'll do bad. All right, we got one more one o'clock game. Oh, was that's a touchdown right there. Sorry, I'm watching the, the Patriots and Bears game. I am too, and I'm a little behind because I just watched Ramondre Stevenson just get a 
catch. So I'm missing um, something. <laughs> Jacoby Myers got a 30-yard touchdown reception. Oh, nice. I told Terry to bench him to put Christian McCaffrey in. <laughs> All right, Oops. one more 1 o'clock game, Brown versus and was, Ravens. And that game ended in a 23-20 score with the Ravens on top. With, again, Justin Tucker. The, the guy's got the leg, man. It actually ended, ended with a blocked field goal. Yeah. I thought you were so, continuing that. I'm sorry. Uh, you you were going, so I was waiting for you to keep going. Oh, yeah. I saw I, – I did see in the highlights that it was uh, a blocked field goal in there. And, um, but, no, I'm sorry. Um, <sighs> Justin Tucker, man, he, he's – He's the GOAT, greatest of all time in kicker position. I'm sorry. Well, in that game, Jacoby Brissett, I don't know what's up with him. This just seems to be like an every year thing for him. He looks great from the start, and then afterwards, it's like you can't determine what he is. I mean, he went 22 for 27. That's not bad with 258 yards. No interceptions, but no touchdowns. Nick Chubb ran in a touchdown. Kareem Hunt ran in a touchdown. Brissett also had six, 18 rushing yards. Yeah, 18. Yeah. So, so, so here's my question because I was, I wanted, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to if you didn't. Um, do you think that uh, Brissett, when Watson is cleared to start again, do you think that Brissett needs to? Hand the reins over, or do you think he needs to stay as I don't think Brissett needs to hand it over. I think Stefanski is gonna make him hand it over. Oh, I think either gonna make him hand it over too, but I, at the same time, I feel that he needs to stay to the QB one. That's just my opinion. Excuse well, me for both, saying this, but screw Deshaun Watson. I say we both and did not about Watson get on that field. Oh, yeah. I'm but I'm just saying that you know, Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson. It, it, Deshaun Watson, he just does not be, need to be on the daggone field, and I'm sorry. So, personally, Brissett needs to stay the QB1. And I, shoot me if you want to shoot me. If you don't want to shoot me, I don't care. But Brissett needs to stay QB1 for the Cleveland Browns right now. Well, I think that's how a lot of people feel. But, again, they you know kind of let Watson just get away with the, everything and – you know, Browns get him back beginning of December, but we don't need to get into that. You know, we're here yeah, for a good time, not a long time. We we uh we already covered all that before. But side note, on the other side, Lamar Jackson nine for sixteen and only one hundred and twenty yards. Yeah, what was that? Um, <laughs> he had fifty nine rushing yards, which you know, cool. But Mark Andrews. Literally had zero catches and one rushing attempt for four yards. That's it. So, right now, Lamar Jackson is averaging um, pretty much shittiness. He has 1,397 yards through seven games, uh, 13 touchdowns, six interceptions, or yeah, six interceptions. With a sixty-three point three QBR, ah, uh, Lamar. I've told you this. I think I actually told you this last week. Get your head out of your ass. Play better. 
You want that contract? Get that contract. You deserve a contract that is really damn good, honestly, in my in my opinion. Yeah, so, I, I don't know what's up with him. He looked very good at the beginning of the year. I even said MVP candidate, and now it's <laughs> – whoo, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, Markoff Tom Brady has been MVP also. <laughs> All right. Until I hate Tom Brady. We are in week, what, seven? So we got two more weeks until halfway point, and then we'll talk about who we think deserves the awards in that episode of the podcast. But right now, if you would say, who do you think for MVP? And, I mean, you still have two weeks to change your ideas. But who do as you think? As of right see? now? Yeah, as of right now, who would you give MVP? I honestly don't even know who. It's not a quarterback. I I, I really don't think it's going to be a quarterback this year. Really? Because I already have my okay. My actually, I lied. I lied. I lied. I lied. If it's going to be a quarterback, here here, let me get, do it this way: quarterback position. I feel it could come down to either um, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. For running back positions, I really don't even know who. Yeah, you know who if it's a running back. I'd Saquon Barkley. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm just saying I don't know who else to really put there. For wide receivers, uh, honestly, it's to toss-up between um, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, and – uh, Stefan Diggs. See, I don't think a receiver will get it. Oh, I don't either, but I'm just saying there's – so take any of those people I just said. I think right now if before the halfway point, I'd say Allen or Hurts. Jalen Hurts? Yes, Jalen Hurts. I didn't know if you said Hurst or Hurts. Oh, yeah, Hurts. Jalen Hurts um, or Josh I can see, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I can, I can see Jalen Hurts. Okay, but we'll jump into the four o'clock games because we've been kind of dragging these games along. Yeah, we have you blabbing your mouth. Jets versus Broncos. How about the J E T S Jets? 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 Jets are looking very good already. Um, there we said. We said last week that they could go ten and seven, and we put that they would beat the Broncos. But I mean, they sixteen points to nine without Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's. Um, I felt like that the Jets I mean, we, should have done better than that. Yeah, uh, we did talk about you know um, Robinson. Was yeah, straight, I would say know, I will say that the Jets probably would have done better than that if Brees Hall wouldn't have went down, and I think that's going yeah. to be a big, big killer to them now. With him going down, I think that offense is going to go down. Oh, yeah. Um, Brees Hall had a 62-yard run touchdown and um, before his injury. And like I said at the beginning, I, I, on any, I don't wish, wish it will injuries nothing on anybody. Um, so hopefully this uh, trade for Robinson will uh, do great. For the Jets, and maybe maybe they can actually turn it around. 
Because is it is it not uh, Brees Hall's um, injury? He's out for the season, right? Yes. Yeah, they said All that right. he was most likely out for the season. All right. So, I mean. Because it was an ACL tear and I think an MCL strain. So, yeah, they said that he's done for the season. So, I mean, it sucks. But we'll see how far. Yeah, I I was giving him rookie of the year, which now that he's gone down, that really sucks. Didn't Olave, uh, Olave whatever his name is, didn't he get hurt during his weeks? He had a concussion last week, and he's kind of – I think he had a little strain last week, but he's he's all right. Mm-hmm. But I, the Broncos team, I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, um, the Broncos – honestly, I feel like they're, they're – Quarterback uh, issues started when, uh, what was his name? Oh, I just I just lost my name. Uh, Osweiler. Yes, because he went from Texans up there yeah. to Denver, and yeah, they after, gave him like a four year seventy after Manning. And ever since then, he that team has not had a good quarterback. So, oh no, they they haven't drafted good. But, I mean, okay, I wouldn't say they haven't drafted good. Drew Locke was a good choice. He just did not have a good person to teach him. I just – I feel bad for Broncos fans. Just Broncos like country, let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're not even sputtering like a Mustang or a Bronco. I I don't think I ever texted it to you, but I was saying that – for our punishment and fantasy, whoever got last should stand outside of Walmart for like an hour, and every customer that walked by should be like, "Walmart country, let's ride." I mean, I, I, I would do it, but I, I would have to lose. And I'm sorry, I would I'm say I, I'm hoping I don't finish last place. <laughs> I would love to see that video. Well, I think right now I will be in eighth place, so I should be okay for now. And I'm still in first, ladies and gentlemen. I am in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right, so let's keep get in, it in. Let's get on to – what's that? I said, yeah, keep rubbing it in. Oh, I will. Until you I know what? Let's, let's go on to who I think now will win Rookie of the Year. Chargers, Seahawks, Kenneth Walker. Oh, baby. I think Kenneth Walker will now win Rookie of the Year. Yeah. he. I mean, he had uh, – tw- he rushed 23 different times. He had – 168 yards, two touchdowns, and one of those, uh, one of the two touchdowns was for 74 yards. Again, over half of his, uh, almost half of his yards came from one one play. And I agree, he's uh, he's definitely looking rookie of the year. And he just started last week too, with Rashad Penny going down for the rest of the season. Yeah. Kenneth Walker well, only has two games, and he already looks explosive. Yeah. Another person that uh, had some good yardage uh, was Marquise uh, Goodwin. With four, DK going had, down. Huh? With DK going down, Marquise Goodwin looked good. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had four receptions just alone, just four, and he had 67 yards. Not a lot of yardage for four receptions, but let me tell you, he had two touchdowns on that. Yes, they might exactly. have. Hey, but let me tell you, that's that's banging. And um, another thing I want to talk about, 
Geno Smith just only threw his third interception of the year. He still looks like a stud, to my, in my opinion, and that is a touchdown right there for Patriots. Um, but what, what's your thoughts about Geno? Are, are you are you on the bandwagon, or are you not on the bandwagon, or are you? I want to say I'm not on the bandwagon only because the Giants play Seattle next week, and I am afraid that the Giants will, you know, didn't, actually lose to that. Didn't the Giants uh, at one time? Didn't Geno Smith play for the Giants? He did, and I want to say two, three years ago, he did. And like I mean. Every year we've played Seattle, we've actually surprised them. Like three years ago, we beat them with Colt McCoy. Oh, but, good old Colt McCoy. But if DK is out, I think we have a good chance. But if DK comes back next week, I think it might be kind of sketchy for us. I think the uh, biggest thing, though, is Seattle is not good at stopping the run. And as yeah. you can see, Saquon and Daniel Jones have been tearing it apart with running. Oh, they have been. And no, I think that'll be our biggest help. But also, the the Giants are doing very bad with stopping the run, and Kenneth Walker is tearing it apart. So it's going to be a definitely high run game. Oh, definitely. With both teams. Um, I have a friend who actually passed away um, back in 2016. He had a heart attack. Rest, is, rest in peace, uh, Bob. But – uh. He is a he was a diehard Seahawks fan, and I I couldn't stand the Seahawks back then. And he and I he, we wouldn't have like huge arguments, but we would have like those you know friendly debates. And um, well, Bob would be happy because I'm I'm going to be going with the Seahawks next week. See, I I still think the Giants will do it. I, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be the twelfth man on that field. Oh, are you? <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll believe that when I see it there, buddy. Yeah, I hear you. But, no, the, the last thing I want to talk about on this game, actually, was um when uh, they need the ball down. Did you catch the end of that? That's what Marquise Goodwin does all the time. I, I that's the I, didn't, I don't understand because that's the first time I've seen it. Yeah, he backflips every time. When they I, beat the Broncos, he did that. No, okay, okay, you're right. Now that you say it, it's bringing it's okay. I'm dude. Yeah. So, how'd you get your stuff right? Okay, I had a blonde moment. Now Raiders and Texans. How do you feel about the Raiders? The Las Vegas. It doesn't even roll off the tongue. Yeah. It, it, but how how do you feel about them? They're the Raiders. <laughs> I mean, they start out zero and four. They're now two and four. No, they started out zero and three because they lost say, yeah. before the bye. How do you feel? I like, mean, do you think this is their comeback story? They always try to make a comeback and just doesn't ever pan out to be anything. I know the last, not the last one, but one before that, we had talked real ill on Defonte Adams saying that he's been looking pretty bad. Um, and he's now making us eat that. But even though he's making us eat that in a way, um, isn't he – He's uh, he definitely has um, misdemeanor char- charges on him. Yeah, which I honestly thought that there was a suspension supposed to happen with him. 
Yeah, I thought that. Um, he, I know now when he leaves the field, he will he like tells all the the cameramen to move out of his way. And oh yeah, do. last night after the game, he literally stopped and like motioned his hands to make sure nobody was coming. Yeah, he. He, he, I mean, he's smart, but with that, but at the same time, he's, I think he definitely needs to be suspended, you know, for that. Well, on other news, 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns, Josh Jacobs. At the beginning of the season, everybody thought Josh Jacobs would be gone. He wasn't going to stay with the Raiders because they didn't like him. And now he's that whole offense. Yeah, I will say that Josh Jacobs is uh turning it around like Derek Carr is not looking like the guy who I assumed he would be and Josh Jacobs is explosive yeah I mean the only downfall with that I mean he, his longest was only 15 yards I mean 15 yards is still 15 yards but uh, he's carrying the team I feel right now and yeah like but he said, averaged Carr, seven yards a carry so I mean Get it right, 7.2. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that still drives you down the field. Yeah, it, it does. But Carr, I, I, I ended up starting Carr over top of Rodgers, thinking that, you know, the way Rodgers has been playing, I, I thought Carr would do something. And I was actually I, – I should have started Rodgers over top of Carr. Um, Carr only gave me 13 or 14 points, and – I could have had 17 or 18 points with Rodgers. Yeah, it's not a big difference, but still, I mean, I. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of the season, I asked you for Murray or Rodgers, and you told me I could have Murray, and you wanted to keep Rodgers. I think you're trying to kick yourself for that now. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Say, Murray definitely is the one who is a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but during playoffs, that's when Rodgers will go off because it's fantasy playoffs and it's Rodgers. So. But Rodgers is not making playoffs. No, I meant for fantasy playoffs. Well, I'm just saying, though. Oh, I don't think Green Bay's making playoffs either. But we'll, we'll, we'll skip that part because we've already talked about the Green Bay. Yeah. Um, no, I, like I said, Raiders, it's the Raiders. It, it It is what it is. I will say they have a nice stadium. I've been inside that when I went on my honeymoon last year. Yeah, we I talked about that a couple of Podcast ago, it was it was a really nice stadium inside. Well, if you ask me, the, so the Raiders stretch right now is they have Saints, Jaguars, Colts, Broncos, Seahawks, and then it goes Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. I think they could turn their season around. I still don't think they're making playoffs, but. AFC, it's so difficult how people are. I see them going having at least a seven and ten record or an eight and nine record. I think the nine and eight, eight and nine, something around there. But you know, then you know you got Houston. Houston just looks awful. One four and one. Houston, like we we already. What is there to really talk about Houston? Nothing. I would say I think every week there's nothing. I, 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 it is. It's true. Every week we cannot find anything to talk about on the Texans. Well, so, I, I'll say rookie running back Damian Pierce 
92 yards on 20 carries. That's that's okay, I guess. You guess. <laughs> yeah. Again, like we said, there's really nothing to talk about with Houston. They they just uh. don't look good. No, it, it. I thought honestly, I really thought that Texans could have possibly at one time. I think it was multiple years ago. That I thought they had a team, but it just they, they, well, they never did. had a team. They had Watson. They had Hopkins. They had Watt. They had Clowney. They had a good running back at one point. But that's what I'm saying. Like that was back then. It, and now, they haven't done, they they haven't done shit since. You know, I'm an LSU fan, so I'm very upset that Derek Stingley went there. And now he just looks like you haven't even heard anything about him. I was gonna say who? Yeah, I would say <laughs> number three pick, and he's he's nothing. But you know, you go. It, it, that's what uh. They used to say back, you know, when you go to Cleveland, that was your place to go to kill your career. And now it's the Houston Texans. Yeah. So. But let's get on. Um, if you're done with that, let's get on with the Chiefs and 49ers game. We had the Chiefs 44, the 49ers 23. Uh, Chiefs won that game. And we did have Christian McCaffrey debut in the 49ers uniform. You want to? Give me your thoughts on that one. I I know that they said that they were going to like piece McCaffrey in now and then, but McCaffrey was looking very good that game. I don't know why you didn't use him more. Yeah, he he uh, had eight uh, rushing attempts for 38 yards, giving him a 4.8 average, and uh, his longest was 12 yards. Zero touchdowns, though. Um, but, I mean, give it time. He will, I feel, get, you know, into the rhythm. Oh, I, I know he's going to be good next week because, you know, he'll have more time practice. So, and uh, I saw that Jimmy G was benched, and I forget who – who is their – who's their – Brock Purdy. Well, can you say that, again, that name again? Brock Purdy. And uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to find – there it is. He was four for nine on 66 yards with one interception. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, he was benched because they already were going to lose. So, what was the point of keeping Jimmy G in? You don't want Jimmy G to get hurt. So take him out. But it was National Tight Ends Day yesterday. We never even mentioned that. And oh, yeah. The top two tight ends, both six catches for 98 yards. It was like a tight end miracle. Yeah, it, I'm uh, I, for, I for, totally forget to say that it was good. Was um, they were both for like you said, six for 98. So, uh, the biggest takeaway I think from that game is Mahomes is now using every single receiver he can possibly. MVS mm-hmm. had a big game, Smith Schuster had a big game. Did you say McKinnon had a good game? No, I said MVS. Oh, sorry, my fault. But, I mean, Jarek McKinnon did very good, too. But, like, Juju, MVS, then you had Mecole Hardman. 
So, what, what's your thoughts on um, Juju? Because uh, he did uh, have seven receptions for 124 yards with one touchdown. Do you feel that he's a good fit there in Kansas City, or do you think? Oh he's yeah, I think he. Well, so he did did good the like the last two three weeks, but he had a slow start. But I mean, it's a whole new organization. Pretty much all receivers, you know, like gotta fit in at first. But I think he's looking very good. And a lot of people are trying to say that, you know, Kansas City was going to look terrible without Tyreek there. But Mahomes does what Mahomes does. And they got three incredible running backs. They have a whole wide variety of receivers. And, of course, you know, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. I just think the biggest part of that defense is the, of that team is the defense. But, I mean, even the defense looked good yesterday. Yeah, their their defense looked uh pretty good actually. Um they're sitting at what now five and two. Their two losses are uh shoot Buffalo, the, Buffalo and uh who was their other loss? I want to say it was the Jets, but I know it wasn't the Jets. No, I can't even think of who it was. Dang on. Oh, it was the Colts. That's right. When they basically let the Colts win. Yeah. But um, like you said, um, both tight ends, um, the two top tight ends for the whole league yesterday was Travis Kelsey and uh, George Kittle. Both of them had six receptions, 98 yards. Um, The only thing is that Kittle had a touchdown. Kelsey didn't. Yeah, so – but Kelsey did have one that got turned back because of a penalty – but you know other than that the game was the game was decent to watch the game wasn't too bad i feel oh another thing i wanted to bring up was um i wanted to ask you was uh the 49ers they traded the following a 2023 second third and fourth round pick and a 2024 fifth round pick to get Christian McCaffrey. What's your what's your thoughts on that? Do you wish it was more or less, or do you think they gave what was needed? I don't wouldn't say that I wish it was more or less. I'm I'm surprised that a first rounder wasn't thrown in there. That I think that's my biggest thing. I mean, so you think week, that that uh Panthers should have came back and said uh, throw a first rounder in there? I think, yes, the Panthers should have asked for a first-rounder, but not with all those picks. I would have said, like, a first-rounder, take out the second, and then maybe a third and fourth. You didn't need that uh, fifth-rounder. But I don't know. You know, you got to wait to the draft to see who wins that battle now. Yeah. Because right now it looks like 49ers are definitely going to win that battle. Well, you can say that, but – Who's to say that the 49ers are going to do anything with that team because Jimmy G's holding them back? Yeah, that is true. So, I don't know. But we have one more game, the Sunday night game, the Steelers versus the Dolphins. Wow. They're not even, they're not even what? The, just the Steelers. Uh, oh, I thought I wow. thought you were talking about them now, so I'm sorry. I was going to no. say, it's not even the Steelers anymore. I, I've never caught – well, I've actually, I've never really called them the Steelers. I've always called them the Squealers. But, um, yeah, Dolphins 16, uh, Steelers 10, 
Tua came back and uh, he had, I felt, didn't have a bad game, but I don't feel like he had the best game. My I biggest mean, thing with that game on Tua's side is he literally had an interview saying that after all those concussions, he realized he needs to stop being so aggressive and just throw the ball away and take the punts. And that entire game, he was sliding head first all night. You see, I didn't see any of that, um, but I will say Tua went 21 for 35, 261 yards, one touchdown. His uh, rating was a 92.7. But, I mean, if he if he's going to continue going out there and, and going sliding head first, because when, if, if fans don't understand it, when you slide feet first, um, player the defensive players cannot touch you. They they can they can put their hand you know barely tap you kind of thing, but um when you slide your feet first you're you're giving yourself up and that's where the ball is down at, and uh, dangling Justin Fields you should have gotten rid of that ball. Um, if you go head first you are free game and the players are allowed to tackle you and, and try to I guess force a fumble in a way. So if he's going to go out there, get all these concussions, come back and have an interview saying that, you know, he needs to get rid of the ball, blah, blah, blah. But yet you're going to go out there and go head first. He, exactly. He had like three runs and he was not sliding. He was just going head first. Uh, he needs to – he needs to do – he needs to do better on that then. Here's my so, biggest takeaway from that game. And like I said, I was going to rip into this game. One, Matt Canada is a terrible offensive coordinator, terrible play caller. Honestly, I don't see how the Steelers are going to do anything with him if they keep going on forward with him. Two, I still don't think Kenny Pickett is the answer. You need to keep Mitchell Trubisky in there. There is no reason under that two-minute drill that they could not have won that game. There, I don't even know who, what Pickett was going for at the end of that game when he threw that interception. I get it, you know. People are like, oh, Pickett threw all those interceptions and it wasn't his fault in his first game. Yeah, well, if you look at that game, those were all his fault. And you're not using Najee Harris. You're yeah, you got to start like, using Najee Harris. I'm sorry. They got to use uh, Deonta Johnson more. They need to use Chase Claypool better. Pat Fryermuth seems like he's the only target at this point. It, it's awful. This Steelers team looks the worst it has ever looked. And again, I said it in the last podcast. I'm going to say it again. People looked at me like I was crazy when I said this is the first year that Mike Tomlin is not going 500. And it's true. Yeah, he's definitely Unless not. Do you think this get, is his last season? I don't want to say this is the last season, but unless they get TJ Watt back, this team is not going to be good. And I I don't think the timetable is anytime soon for TJ. Uh, I, I don't like you said, I don't see them going above 500. And I would I I, I hate to say it, but Mike Tomlin is a good uh, coach and he doesn't deserve to, I guess, be fired in a way. But he definitely needs to be. Put uh, I don't want to say put on the hot seat, but he needs to have a fire lit up under his ass. Okay, I said I said my reasoning with this game. So 
I want to stray back to another game because now that you just said about the hot seat and stuff, there's something that we forgot to go over. Apparently there is talks that if this Sunday Jacksonville beats the Broncos in London, that Nathaniel Hackett could be on the hot seat. Oh yeah. I, I did mean to bring that up. And now that you say it, because we were talking about that actually probably an hour before the show, even we were starting to record this. So, but um, yeah, he definitely, he, he and I don't even know if he needs a hot seat. I don't know if he needs to put a fire put up under his ass, but he needs something. Well, again, I said in the last two episodes, Hackett is not a head coach and he doesn't deserve to be in that spot. So I think tank it in London and get him fired. So do you think the front office tells the players to do that? Or do you think the players do that together as a team? I think neither do because of how much the Dolphins got under fire when it came out that they were tanking the one year. Touche. You're right on that. I don't know. I just think that he needs to get fired. I don't I don't know if there's any other coaches that I would say needs fired. I mean, Lovey Smith doesn't look good and he just came back. Uh Matt Eberflus doesn't look like he's doing that good of a job. What about what what's your thoughts about Matt LaFleur? I don't know if it's all Matt LaFleur. I Again, I think that's all on Aaron Rodgers. He's taking over that team. Like, Matt LaFleur is not really calling the plays. I think Aaron Rodgers is calling everything. Aaron Rodgers is doing what he wants. LaFleur is just giving him the opportunity to do what he wants. So you're saying that you can do better? I'm not saying I could do better. I'm just saying that Aaron Rodgers looks awful. Actually, let me answer that for you. No, you cannot do better than that because you know why? You're going to be two in what? Five? And you know, I got to rub it into you. Okay. Me fan <laughs> owning a fantasy team is not the same as this. I don't pick the plays that these people run. You'd be, are you, if you were, okay, hear me out real quick. If you were a coach, do you think you would try to get more run plays or do you think you try to get for more pass plays? Run. Why run? Well, okay. Hold on. What team am I coaching? Because it all depends. If I have a good offensive line, then yes, I'm going to run. But if I don't have a good uh, offensive line and I have good receivers, then yes, I'm going to pass. You're coaching the Texans. You couldn't give me a better team? Go with the Texans right now. If I'm playing for the te- – if I'm coaching for the Texans, I'm passing. And the only reason I'm saying I'm passing is because you look at it now and the running isn't doing anything. Okay, so you're going passing there. Okay, here. If I am the coach for the Packers, okay, I'm the coach for the Packers. They have a good rushing team. They also have a good passing team. If you ask me, I'm rushing. You have Aaron Jones and you have A.J. Dillon in that backfield who could honestly turn up place if need be. And you look at your receivers, you don't have any good consistent receivers. And that's a big problem. You need the consistency in the receivers. If I'm the coach, I'm actually trading for a receiver. Okay. I can see that. Say Elijah Moore wants out of the jets. I put in to try and trade for Elijah Moore. I think he's a good receiver. 
you wouldn't go for CD Lamb. No, because I know Dallas wouldn't give me CD Lamb. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, if I would coach the Packers, I would be a more run offense team. What about you? What about, what about you? If you're if you're Matt Lafleur, but you're Tank Lafleur. Uh, what are you doing? Do I have Aaron Rodgers like prime? In his prime, you have Aaron him Rodgers? right now. Right Matt now, La- Matt Lafleur just got fired, and they call you up. I'm running the ball. Exactly. But if I was coaching, if I was Tank Reed for the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm throwing the ball. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Okay, right. so if you were – if you hold on, one more question. If you were Tim Belichick – Oh, Jesus. Would you go with um, – oh, shoot, Zappy or – No-brainer, I'm going Zappy. Why is that? Because Mac Jones is terrible. Okay, I I'm, agree. <laughs> I'm trading Mac Jones away. I'm getting a solid key to an offensive line. I'm getting rid of Mac Jones. And I'll keep my two running backs. I We have good receivers. So, you know, I keep Bailey Zappi. All right. But now we will go into your guys' favorite segment of the week, Pat's Perfect Picks and Player. Because last week he only did one player because he found out he's not very good at picking players for fantasy. So go ahead and take it away, Pat. Welcome to this week's edition of Pat's Perks and Picks no longer call the segment perfect because I am far from it. We're whopping 8 and 6 again this past week. And uh, I'm about to get benched like Matt Ryan or something from this segment. Jeesh. But this week I like the Ravens over Bucks. Jags over Broncos. Falcons over Panthers. Cowboys over the Bears. Dolphins over Lions, Vikings over Cardinals, Raiders over Saints, Patriots over Jets, Eagles over the Steelers, Titans over the Texans, Commanders over the Colts, 49ers over the Rams, Seahawks over the Giants, sorry Tim, Bills over the Packers, And the Bengals over the Browns on Monday night. And as far as the perks go, I am far from perfect with that segment as well. But give me both Dolphins receivers this week to explode against that Detroit Lions team. Welcome back to the Fresh Takes Podcast. And it's time, your favorites, one of your favorite segments. I wouldn't say your favorite because, you know, Pat's perks and perf uh, team might have been your favorite. But here we're going to have the game. And you're right. I went six for six last week, and I am now looking at a record of 10 and 12. Now I get to ask the questions to Tim. And he also went four for six uh, a couple weeks ago. 
So I got six new questions. And again, the category is Super Bowl facts. Let's see if he can go one for six, zero for six, six for six like I did, and uh, see where we can go from there. Are you ready there, Tim? Not really, because I know I probably won't do good. Like I said, I, I went easy. Some of these, uh, if you don't understand, if you don't know these, I'm going to slap you next time I see you. <laughs> but uh, let's get into it. So here's your first question. First question is, what team won the first NFL Super Bowl? Was it A, Kansas City Chiefs, B, Houston Oilers, or C, Green Bay Packers? C, I know who was in it, and I'm pretty sure I know who won it because they named the trophy after him. But give me the Green Bay Packers. Mm, good job. All right, so you're one for one right now. All right, so let's go to question number two. What player has won the most Super Bowls? Is it A, Terry Bradshaw, B, Brett Favre, or C, Tom Brady? I don't want to say his name, but it's Tom Brady. <laughs> All right. See, I told you I was going to go easy on you. Yeah, these are pretty easy. There's two for two so far. Now, question number three might be a little tricky, but we'll see. Who has the longest interception return for a touchdown in a Super Bowl? Is it A, Lewis Breeden, B, James Harrison, or C, Ed Reed? I'm so glad you brought this up because I actually have a bone to pick about with this. It's B, James Harrison. <clears throat> what? It's, it's, it's not. It is A, Lewis Breeden. Lewis Breeden had a 102-yard uh, interception return for a touchdown. James Harrison only had a 100-yard. Wow, okay. I thought that during that game they said that Harrison had the longest. Oh, uh, so you got that one wrong. I will say, though, about in that game, Harrison should not have gotten a pick six on that because there was two illegal block in the backs and a holding on that play. Oh, yes, I 100 percent. I uh, I was pissed on that game anyways. So question. So you're now two for three. Unfortunately, you won't be time with me. So well, we question still number what? four. Ten more weeks of the season. So, yeah, I know. So, question number four. What university college has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks? Is it A, Ohio State, B, University of California, or C, Alabama? Well, I, I want to take out Alabama because I don't think Alabama even has one. What was the second one? University of California. I want to say that it's California. Is that your final answer? Is it one or appearances? Uh, his, they just, they, yeah, appearances. They've produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks. Well, then I, yeah, I'll say, I'll say California. Correct. So you're now three for four. Because didn't, didn't Montana go there? Uh, yes. Namath, one of the two, Na- and then Rogers. But yes, they. Um, I'm pretty sure it might have been Montana. I can't remember. I have to look that one up again. All right. So question number five. Again, you are three for four, and now we're on question five. What year was the first 
brother versus brother coach wise Super Bowl? Was it A, 2013, B, 2010, or C, 2015? See, I know who the teams were. But who were I, the teams? I, the teams were the Niners and the Ravens because it was the Harbaugh brothers. Good job. Um, my brother was still in school. I think I might have. I might have been a senior when this happened. It was 2013. Correct. It was 2013. All right. So you're one, two, three, four, 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 five on your last question. Are you ready for this last one? Yeah, I guess. Let's see if I can go four <laughs> for six again. All right. So the question is what Super Bowl? had the most watched game. That means the people that were at home watching the game, Not, I'm not talking about the fans at the stadium. Was it A, Super Bowl 49, B, Super Bowl 35, or C, Super Bowl 40? Yeah, you said you're going to give me easy questions. Hey, they, I gave you the first two easy ones. Yeah, the first two were easy ones. I don't know. What are the options again? So A was forty Super Bowl 49, B was Super Bowl 35, and C was Super Bowl 40. If I guess the game, could I get it right? Oh, shoot. I don't even know who, who was in the Super Bowl. Hold on. I got to look that one up. Say, or say, if I get the game, can I have it right? Let me let me look at who the teams were. Because I think I know what the game was, but I don't know the number. All right. What was the teams? Wasn't it the Patriots and the Seahawks? Holy crap, you were correct. It's Super Bowl 49. Come at me, boy. I should have known that was 49 because the next year was uh, Peyton Manning on Super Bowl 50 and he retired, wasn't it? Yes, that was yes. See, I knew the game. I just didn't know the number. I I don't pay attention to the numbers. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tim. He went five for six. So, that gives him a grand total of uh, nine for 12, I think that is. Nine for 12 because you were 10 for 12. So I'm leading the series. Um, also, if you don't mind, Tim, who was leading the uh, fantasy draft last week? Last week, I was leading with a thousand something to 868, I think. I can't remember. Hold on, let me go to our Facebook page. I am up 1,028.48 to you who have 868.32. Um, I don't think we're going to tally every week, especially because I had three players on by this week and you had two. So at the end of the season, we will tally it all up, but I will, I want to implement this. Okay. If you have a player that gets hurt Mm -hmm. or you have a player that you just do not trust and you would like to drop, we can have three swaps through the entire series. Three swaps. So at any point, you can swap them out. But can we we do trades? No. Damn. But you have to keep 
what you originally had. Like if, say, I would drop Lamar Jackson right now and pick up Jalen Hurts, I have to take week one through seven and keep Lamar's stats, and then from week eight on, take Jalen Hurts. 10-4. Makes sense. So we'll put that implement in. But that is week seven of the NFL season. A pretty long episode to this one. We had a lot that we went over. Yeah, we definitely had a lot to go over. Um, but, you know, you can always uh, catch us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I mean, you can even follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. And uh, like I said, Tim, you and I will get together and we will determine of what kind of merchandise we can start selling for the fans out there. Yes, sir. But Again, we, my name's – I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to close it out, but you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, you know, this is Tank at Fresh Takes Podcast. Thank you for listening to us, and you have a great night. And I am Tim, and on behalf of Pat, we also would like to say thank you for listening, putting in your judgment and everything you guys do, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. Episodes out every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time.